Gaming is an adventure. You can delve into the deepest sea or soar above the highest mountain. You can become the hero, slay dragons, or rule entire civilizations. You can do this all alone or with the fellowship of the best companions. So what do you say? Are you ready to go on an adventure? This is the Gaming Adventure Club podcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Gaming Adventure Club podcast. This week, we're talking about the PlayStation 5 leaked interface, KOTOR is being reimagined, xCloud gets serious, and Ninja Theory is changing the game with a new game-changing development strategy. But first, I am Manny G once again, and with me, as always, is Mr. Andy Man. Andy, hello. That was a real tongue twister there at the end, Manny. I'm really oh, proud I, of you. Know. Thank really, you. I, I tried. <laughs> you did real a great hard. job. You did a great <laughs> job. Uh, dude, everything is great. We're it's This is becoming a habit again, Manny. I like it. Yeah. Oh, this is always fun for me. I love uh, yeah. sitting down recording uh, gaming news with my buddy chats. Andy. Ch- oh, chats yeah. with, with uh, Manny and Andy. Yes. Nice. Always a good time, man. What you, uh, Andy, mm-hmm. what kind of uh, ad- gaming adventures have you been into this week? Um, you know, my, my, uh, my rampage across, uh, PVP and destiny continues. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, dude. I'm like, I am You're a, going for it. I'm a sweat now. I think, I think I've officially no transitioned over into to a sweaty uh no so i try i remember andy i remember trying mm-hmm. real hard to get you to come uh with me to do some before there was like the whole how it is now yeah but you never would you'd never play like PvP. any kind of um what i don't even remember what it was called i mean it's competitive now was it always called competitive no 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 uh, that so like I well, guess try. That, I used to want you to come to do Trials of Osiris with. Yes, so Trials so this was, was a while ago. Yeah, Trials was uh, you know I guess their version of the competitive sort of, uh, a crucible or or you know multiplayer. But um, yeah. Now they have like so they have quick play, uh, which is like their Valor ranks, and now they they have the Glory, which is their more their competitive rank, right? And the better you get, yeah. the better players you play against. Yes. Um, you know, I'm not super great there, but I'm having fun. I think that's the difference, man. I think I'm just having a good time. Um, now why are both, you having like, fun? Uh, do you know? Man, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think, um, man, look, I'll be real honest with you. I think it's probably, okay. it does probably have something to do with, uh, the matchmaking algorithm, right? Um, mm-hmm. so it's probably matching me with players that are, similar skill level as mine which doesn't make it feel like i'm totally getting demolished um yeah it but but and on and on occasion i'll have a game where i do play against like really really good top tier players and it's like very evident right (laughs) um but even those games like i'm i'm okay man it's just uh, i guess uh you know the the meta is is lending itself towards the guns that I have used pretty much throughout the entire game of Destiny. Okay, original that, Destiny that helps, I'm Destiny. sure. Yeah. Yeah, so um, so I'm having a good time. Um, I have, uh, so I've, I've got my um, Randy's throwing knife, which is the scout rifle that you get from uh, the, you know, the Crucible side. I got uh-huh. uh, my Recluse. Uh, I got... Oh, and I'm about to get my broadsword, which is like the longest quest in the game in the history of Destiny. Um, is it like me, the question, like the requirements? Yes. Or dude, all the, okay. It's taken me nine seasons to get that. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I, don't, I can't remember when they released it, but it, since they released it, like I hadn't even touched it. And just over the course of more than a year i'm sure that that quest has been out for more than a year uh i just kind of like little by little sort of chipped away at it and i finally got to a point where you know i was like oh i'm i'm a lot closer than i thought i was and so i just kind of like you know uh hunker down and and uh push through and i'm i'm on like the last step of that which is just the valor resets 
And I already have like, I think maybe like, you know, three or four more games and I'll, I'll have that done. It's, it's been fun. I've had a lot of good, uh, a lot of fun. Well, How good, about you, man? Manny? That sounds, that sounds pretty dope. Are you uh, still me? Me? How, um, I am. So a new game came out, Andy. It is in beta called the legends of rune Terra. Um, I've mentioned it before. It is from mm-hmm. Riot Games, and right. it's a card game based off of the characters in the world of League of Legends. Well, it's, uh, it's exciting news for card play- game players like us, Manny. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yes, us old but grizzled Gwent players. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, beautiful game, dude. It is so lovely. The mechanics are really good. Uh, Demon Master playing, he said it seems a little slow at the at the beginning. And it kind of is slow because you take turns back and forth. So, uh, and there's like an attack token. So if it's your turn, you get the attack token so you could set up your board. But every time you attack, your opponent has an opportunity to react either by defending uh, with, with certain cards they have already on the board, or they can use if they have like a certain spells are really fast um, and that you can use for the purpose of defending. So you can do stuff like that as well. And then you have to wait for your next turn to attack. So every turn, uh, both players have something they can do. Uh, and you go back and forth, passing that attack token back and forth. So it, it, I can see where it might feel a little slow, but the games can go a, a lot faster. And it could kind of mm. snowball. Beautiful game, a lot of good synergy between different cards. You can make, make up decks from different cards from different regions. So you pick two regions... Uh, and each one has its own theme. So it's, it's just, it's, it's well-made, beautiful game. I love the, the feel of it. Like I've always, always loved Hearthstone mm-hmm. because I knew the universe of Warcraft for a very long time. And I really like the theme and the feel of Hearthstone. Like sometimes when I'm working, I'll just get on YouTube. I'll play the Hearthstone soundtrack and just listen to that as I'm delivering mail. So oh, that's, that's fun. So yeah, kind of a nerd, but, um, it just came out. It's an open beta on PC only right now. It will be on mobile as well eventually. But if you got a PC, it can probably run it, download mm-hmm. it, and check it out. It's been pretty cool, man. Nice. nice. Super fun. And mm-hmm. not only that, I have also been playing Black Desert Online on PC and and the mobile game. Like, dude, I'm like doubling up on this. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. Black Desert, they just released a brand new class on Wednesday called the Guardian, mm-hmm. which is like this Nordic Viking theme, kind of like mm-hmm. Berserker theme as well. You have a shield and an axe. Dude, this is this the, is the Viking the lady, right? Yes, yes. The 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 combat in this game is is better than any action combat game I have ever experienced. Mm -hmm. The world itself is probably the most beautiful world ever made for an MMO Mm -hmm. as far as just the graphic detail. And it's already like a five-year-old game, but it looks great. Uh, A couple years back, they like remastered the game. So they actually revamped all of it. A few months back, Mm -hmm. they revamped all of the UI. So they're constantly updating the game. uh, So it feels fresh every single week almost every week uh, there's like new world events where there's constantly new stuff to do, new goals to go for. There's like thousands and thousands of quests you can do, but the game itself as a whole is structured as a marathon. Like you can't just run to the end. You, you, you take time and over that time you kind of build and you can get into different things. Like if you're just, into the combat are you just into the pvp or you want to or you want to have a ranch and you want to you know do farm stuff or you want to do fishing like there's so many like lifestyle skills is what they call it mm-hmm. there's so many different things you can do if you want to go sailing and go to different islands to find um to do like trading and bartering with different npcs from treasure you find like there's so many things you can do so it is like a super deep game which is why I like coming back to it. Yeah, dude, it's funny because uh, there's always something. You, we did the potato thumbs cast last uh, week. Yes, and we you, did. And you started, uh, you know, you mentioned 
uh, it there. We spent a little time talking about it there. And then, yeah, uh, dude, that just like started a whole lot of traction. So like now our black desert, even our black desert, uh, uh, channel just kind of came to life all of a sudden <laughs> people are back into the game. It's, it's pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah. I pulled it out of the archive and, mm-hmm. and, uh, we're chatting about it, trying to, trying to drum up some interests. Nice dude. But, um, yeah, it's been, it's been fun. We started a, a guild and, uh, there's two of us so far. <laughs> well, listen, I'll tell you the game is on my phone, Manny. I just am yet to open it up and start. Oh Yeah. <laughs> playing it yeah I, dude i've been playing that too man it is it's a super cool it's like a it's a micro version of the pc game uh but it's cool because there are you do have like your own farm and you could manage the, like your workers and stuff but they're also combat they just put in like siege battles for where you can fight other guilds and stuff and fight over territories and then mm. if you win a territory you get taxes so whenever people quest and do stuff in that area, you get a portion of that money. So it's it's crazy. It's pretty cool. Man, that sounds so cool. Yeah, it's it's a fun game, man. It's Heck. fun, but it is grindy. And boy, there is a lot, a lot of uh, microtransactions. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. You like mentioned a lot. It. You mentioned that, yeah. <laughs> Did I say there's a lot, Andy? Mm-hmm, uh, but mm-hmm, you can't yeah. play free to play. But anyways... Nice. Dude. Well, Annie, we have a uh, we have some stories tonight. Yeah, let's 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 Are you start ready? picking them apart. Yeah, heck yeah. Are you ready for an adventure? All <laughs> right, let's start off with the PlayStation. PlayStation Five has had its interface leaked on 4chan, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool because we learn a couple things. We also don't learn a whole lot, but there's mm. some interesting tidbits in there. All right, let's see. Let's see. Follow me, if you will, down this path. Uh, from Notebook Check, man, from our friends at Notebook Notebook yes. Check. Dear friends. Uh, an, imag- uh, an, Im- an, Im- an image, an image <laughs> of what could be the PlayStation 5's user interface has been uploaded to 4Channel four, four by someone who claims to work at a studio that already has access to PS5 dev kits. The original poster believes the picture, see below, could be a first look at the PS5's UI, although it doesn't reveal much detail about the upcoming next-gen console. A familiar tile-based format is present that is reminiscent of the user interface found in the PlayStation 4. Big shocker. Uh, It makes (laughs) sense for Sony not to make too many drastic changes in this specific area of the PS5's development. The system software version is visible as point. 100 or 0.100.020 and there is also mention of free disk space uh, with over 891 gigabytes of storage remaining on the one terabyte ssd the tiles run horizontally across the high resolution screen some believe it may even be a ps5 dev kit running on a 4k monitor with a vertical drop down menu also visible in this linked image if it is a PS5 UI, then it is plain to see the similarity in design with the PS4's user interface. However, this is likely for a dev kit version of the next-gen console, so the final design for the consumer model of the PS5 could be completely re- reworked. Yeah, yeah. So there you go, Manny. Basically, they did yeah. us the way they did the PS5 logo. <laughs> yes yeah no frills here right but i mean it's it's understandable right it's a dev kit and it's basically for the hardware they're not necessarily trying to get people to to try out a, a, some new software running right. the ps5 um although i'm sure there there are some things but what i think is most interesting there's mm-hmm. there's a, i mean there's a couple things we learned from this right right the, it's a familiar interface right. it's something that i'm sure it's going to be tweaked a bit whenever we actually have it into our hands, but it's likely going to remain that familiar interface, which which is fine. I mean, I don't particularly like it, uh, the PS, the the PlayStation interface, but I don't really like Xboxes either. Mm-hmm. It, you know, I'd, I'd rather just um, blasphemy, Manny. 
<laughs> I'd rather just be a, you know, like what you see on your PC. But anyways, mm, that's just mm -hmm. me. <laughs> Big shocker, but, uh, Manny went right for the PC mention. <laughs> Can't help it. It's in right. my blood. But the uh, it, it's a one gig SSD. So that's mm. great, right? Because mm. we're, we're just in that world now. That's where we are. Everything is going to be on an SSD. It is so much faster, so much more reliable, and uh, it's it's just standard now, right? Mm -hmm. One terabyte. Mm -hmm. One terabyte. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if that means they will all ship with just with uh, with as much as one terabyte, or if that's like the high end, just the dev model. Who knows? Dude, really? And and it almost seems like a terabyte, like isn't a ton you know what i mean like not anymore yeah not anymore right with the size of uh the these game files that are yeah. drop, dropping man yeah oh yeah yeah not so yeah one pretty soon we'll be like man i want my five terabyte yeah. playstation that's right, right. Okay. <laughs> it'll be a special edition yeah yeah but the 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 last thing here and it's actually not mentioned in the article but it, you see the picture there is on the screen the the very recognizable logo for the Decima engine. Now, mm -hmm. for those of you who don't know, the Decima engine is what Horizon Zero Dawn is made on. Uh, and quite famously, recently, it was given to Kojima to make Death Stranding, which is pretty cool. There's actually a really neat story within that if you haven't heard it. But um, yeah, Kojima was looking for an engine Nobody wanted to help them. Uh, the was a gorilla. They they handed over Decima Engine. They said, "Here you go, have fun." So that's cool. What that tells us is that there is some game that is using the Decima Engine that is playable on the PlayStation Five. So what's the speculation, right? The speculation is that Horizon Zero Dawn Two is going to be a launch title. Mm -hmm. So. That's pretty cool. I think that would definitely get people excited to get into that new bit of hardware. But w what do you think, Andy? Are you are you seeing? Are you smelling what I'm smelling, or or am I am I reading too much into this? No, no, no. I mean it. It makes. I think it makes sense, right? The 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 question. Look, if Horizon Zero Dawn, you know, next version slash sequel, whatever it is, whatever it's going to be. Uh, isn't a part of that launch window. I can't imagine that it would be too far past like that. What's considered a launch window? I mean, like maybe the first quarter, maybe, maybe the yeah, second that's a good quarter question. that it's released, you know? That's a good I think question. Within, within that range. It needs to be pretty soon after release, right? If you get to call it that. Mm -hmm. But there's nothing that really says it has to be day and date. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So exactly, man. Who knows? Who knows? But, uh, dude, I like I said, uh, I imagine that uh, you know, with especially with Microsoft, uh, you know, really just making what seems to be all the right moves. Like, I would imagine that PlayStation has to lean pretty heavily on, um, you know, the things that it has on on its corner. Uh, and that mm -hmm. primarily is, is, uh, the exclusives, you know? Yeah. So, yes, you know, my guess we'll see, you know, we'll see horizon. We'll see God of war. You know, we're, we're, we are already going to get uh last of us. Mm -hmm. um, and then with everything being, now I know we were specifically talking about Microsoft, but with games seemingly, uh, trending to be accessible and playable on, you know, the next gen and, uh, or I guess what will be the current gen and, and the previous gen, you know, mm -hmm. um, I just, it just seems like it makes sense. So do you think it's too soon to expect to see like Spider-Man? Oh, <laughs> man. Uh, probably too soon, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, probably. But, uh, no, I imagine, Look, this obviously clearly is a is a hint or a clue, right? Mm. So yeah. yeah, dude. I I think it's it's pretty fair to say that 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 that's in the plans, right? Yeah. 
Dude, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm a sucker for all this stuff, but I'm super excited mm. and I'm not even a PlayStation player. Like I don't <laughs> even have a PlayStation, but I'm so excited to see what they bring. Manny, it's I don't really know that cool. I'd, I don't know that I'd call you an Xbox player here lately. Either. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair, dude. That is, that's actually fair. I am. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's move on, dude. Uh, <laughs> So Xbox, Xbox yes. streaming service xCloud adds nine more games, including Destiny 2 and Halo the Master Chief Collection, according to GameSpot. Mm-hmm. So Andy, this is really, really cool. They are, I think, Microsoft, Xbox, they're just taking the gloves off. Yes, they are yeah. just going for it full steam ahead. And I can see this just ramping up from beta to release full steam ahead. And I just, I think this whole service xCloud is going to be a hit. It's going to be a huge hit, I think. So from games, uh, spots, Microsoft's game streaming service, which is currently called project xCloud has introduced even more games new to the library. Today are titles like destiny two and halo, the master chief collection, as well as the racing game Forza Motorsports seven and the strategy title, Civ Civilization Six, so that that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, definitely. That, so, what I like about their whole approach to uh, to this whole cloud gaming thing, mm-hmm. their whole approach is to say X Cloud is a supplementary; it's a s- supplemental gaming service. Mm-hmm. This is meant to go alongside whatever gaming system you're using now. Mm-hmm. So if you're playing on the PlayStation, if you're playing on PC or Xbox, it doesn't matter. You can take advantage of X cloud and I'm sure it works nicely with game pass mm-hmm. um, or will in the future. Uh, I like that approach because it's not promising you the moon, right? right. And you just getting a piece of cheese. Right. They are they are they're telling you exactly what it is, what to expect, and for what it is, I I'm excited for it because I know with my internet speeds at home, I'm not going to really be able to do a lot. Mm-hmm. But if I re- use my Xbox at my home as my personal XCloud server, then I'm when I'm somewhere else, I can log into a game that I'm working on, do some like piddly stuff or whatever to satisfy that itch. Or to make sure things are gone for whatever inventory management game I'm playing at the time. Yeah, right. Then uh, it doesn't matter how fast my internet is because I'll be able to do those little things and I'll be happy because guess what? It's it's just a part. It's just like a, a part of my gaming experience. So all my eggs aren't in one basket, which is which seems to be a stark contrast from what Stadia is trying to do. Dude, and that's the crazy thing, right? Is that if if... I have to imagine that Google, uh, Google Stadia, whatever branch yeah. of Google that is, um, yeah, yeah, uh, it has to be like just shaking in their boots, man. And this, and this isn't even like, at least Microsoft isn't touting it as a like, a, oh, you know, because Google Stadia came like strong. They were like, this is the console killer, right? Yes, like, oh we're gonna, yeah. We're going to give me, we're, we're, take no prisoners. And Xbox is over here just kind of bebopping in and just like, oh no, that thing over there, uh, that's just a little trinket we've been messing with. But you guys can go <laughs> ahead and play with it and just demolishing <laughs> Google, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they have well over 50 titles already and then they add these on top of it. And, like, and that, and that was kind of Google's uh, mainstay, right? I have to think that's sort of their flagship title is Destiny 2, right? Google launched with like 20 or something mm-hmm. like that, like 20 something. Yes. And Destiny 2 was the big one. Right. But, you know, it's it's an older game and it was mm-hmm. free. It's, it's free to play now. So so it's not like this big exclusive that anybody right. cares about. Right. But I, I have to think like... <laughs> Now that it's available on xCloud, you know, it's like, okay, well, <laughs> there goes that, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, can- and last week there was a big story about how many players they lost on Stadia playing Destiny 2 because you can see those stats, they're public. Mm-hmm. And it was it was pretty sad, but we, didn't, we did not cover that. Mm. 
Mm. Yeah. And who, who, you know, we'll see, we'll see, but yeah, this is, uh, and this isn't to say that Microsoft just gutted Google. I think Google did a little Harry carry, you know what I mean? Just gutted itself. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's like, they just yeah. made it super easy for all these. I, like I said, I don't even think Microsoft considers themselves a competitor. They're just kind of like, Oh no, we just, we're just developing this service and, you know, it's still in beta. <laughs> we don't yeah. know. Well, they're we, definitely taking the whole philosophy of letting your actions speak louder than your words. They really are, man. They really because are. Because they're, job. when they speak about it, it's a, it's a cool service and it's a supplement to what you're already doing. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it's huge contrast to Stadia when they're saying this is going to replace what you're doing. Yes. And those words matter, man. They mm -hmm. matter especially when you can't deliver those promises and they're like, ah, we'll roll it out slowly. Oh, you guys aren't getting good frames, not good resolution. It's the developer's fault, which is what they said publicly. They said, Oh, it's not our fault. You know, that destiny two is not running the way you want it to, mm -hmm. or things aren't art 4k or whatever. Yeah. It's the developer's fault. Like, Oh boy, that's, that's not, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they need to hire people from the gaming industry to know how this thing is run. Cause they're they're not doing it right. Well, they they have my girl Jade over there. <laughs> Shout out to yeah, Miss Jade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's you know she's you know she's done a good job. But who knows? Who knows? We'll yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. There's only so much one person can do, Andy. That's true. That's true. But yeah, so currently X Cloud is in U.S., U.K., and now in Korea. So. That's pretty cool. cool. And and a, one of the games that just got released on this uh, January 21st, that's when mm -hmm. these got released, is also Black Desert Online. BDO. Which is cool. Manny's, yep, on the, the Xbox version. And what else? There was a, a Sparklight, Super Hot, The Surge, Tracks, the Train Set Game. Mm-hmm. So get your hands on that. I'm sold. Um, <laughs> you know, I was interested with Destiny 2, but when you said tracks the train set game, that <laughs> sealed the deal for me. There you go, man. Now, speaking of mobile games, Andy, I know this one's one of your favorite. Uh, mm -hmm. KOTOR. Oh, yeah. KOTOR dude. is rumored to be re uh, remade, maybe Ish. a sequel. Ish. Dude, yeah. I don't know, don't man. Know. What is this? There's some conflicting sort of uh, 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 stories out there, um, but uh, but yeah. So uh, from our good friends at uh, where did we get the uh, the Game Post? Sorry, Manny. Um, oh, you're all according good. to the two different sources. Uh, according to the two different sources, one source suggests that Knights of the Old Republic is back is quote unquote back in development. The source says. They felt it wasn't so much a remake, but a sequel of sorts. Take that hmm. as you will. Um, sure. It would be uh, Knights of the Old Republic project that would integrate elements from the first two games in order to bring certain things into the current Star Wars canon. Not necessarily a remake so much as a reimagining. So... There's a lot, yeah, there's a lot of words in there. There's remake, reimagining, <laughs> sequel, like, it's like, okay, well, yeah. I'm more confused than I was when we started. <laughs> well, this comes from the source that originally linked that there is a Kenobi movie or show in the works uh, that Ewan McGregor is going to be in. Mm -hmm. And that was, that was confirmed. So, so because of that, it kind of leads a bit to the that this source may be credible mm -hmm. gives so, them more validity yeah so it's like well is this uh is this ea mm -hmm. and what like we don't know we know nothing right, right right so and we don't even know if this thing will make it to a point where the public will even hear about it like well, how many games it, have have they go ahead oh no i, I was gonna say and even if they do right like are, mm -hmm. they just they'll just stick all the cool stuff behind a paywall and, <laughs> and then just make <laughs> us upset because you know they worried more about monetizing the game than making Dude, it beautiful. I don't know, man. man. Look at the look at the fallen Jedi Fallen Order. That's what no, that's people true. wanted. 
Yes. Respawn right. delivered. Re, well, and they, EA and they, published, and they're and they're making moves, right? They're putting uh, those those gentlemen, mm-hmm. uh, Vincent Bella, yes, in positions to be more sort of, uh, you know, involved in the direction of the of the company, right? So, yeah, man, who knows? Who knows? Good times, we'll man. So, are you are you a Kotor fan? Have you oh. did you play Knights of the Old Republic, brother? Let me tell you, I got sucked into this game when it first came out so hard. Uh, really? Yes, dude. And I was like, I've, I've always, maybe I'm like an RPG f- fan, like a closeted RG, RPG yeah. fan. Cause I keep denying <laughs> so. that I am. And yet I've played so many more RPGs than I give myself credit for. Um, <laughs> but yeah, dude, this is like, this one sucked me in hard, man. It was such a great story. You know, it was, uh, man, I don't know. I, I want to say this is what put Bioware on the map, right? Like mm. this was one of their, like, because right after this one, it was that, why was it? Jade Empire, I think that came out oh, right after Oh, I remember this. Jade yeah. Empire. That yeah. was good. That, that yeah. was another really good one that they did a great day. And then of course, the Mass Effect games, the Mass Effect games came after that, right? Um, mm-hmm. And dude, this game I got its hooks into me so hard that when Jade Empire came out, I bought it. I never played it because for some oh. reason I just couldn't get into it. Uh, I don't uh-huh. know if you did, but um, but I didn't. Uh, uh, but then Mass Effect came out and the same thing happened to me with Mass Effect, the first one. Uh-huh. Uh, I just got sucked into it hard, man. So this game uh, is, I, I want to say, probably like my favorite Star Wars story outside of like Rogue One, uh, looking back, right? Now, of course, you know, yeah. the original trilogy uh, is near and dear to most of our hearts, right? But um, the, the the KOTOR story was certainly one of the the uh, the funnest experience that I've had in a game uh ever so i'm i'm so uh i'm i'm really stoked for this i i would definitely give this a whirl what i learned though in uh putting the story together with you manny is that Mm -hmm. knights of the old republic is available on the iphone and apparently (laughs) it's super fun on the iphone so manny I recommend, yeah, I, could... I recommend that uh, that you get this, man. Give it a whirl. It's a lot of fun, man. I could probably do that. I, now, I've actually, I think I've seen it on there before. Now, it, it, I think it also depends on whether or not, I know you're not a big uh, movie uh, buff, right? Movies aren't really uh, no, your thing. No, unless, I... unless, of course, it's a World of Warcraft movie. Um, <laughs> uh but, I'm uh, sorry. I like. So yeah, if if if, if the say. Star Wars universe, I know, right? You loved it. You love the stinkers. <laughs> you're you got a soft spot for the stinkers. Um, if uh, <laughs> if you're if you're at all into the the Star Wars universe, I think you'll really enjoy this game. So, well, I never played Knights of the Old Republic, but I did mm-hmm. play a lot of the Old Republic, like uh, Old Republic MMO, the one mm-hmm. that um, the Bioware made. Mm-hmm. I I love the game so much, dude. And I went through all the novels that were about the Old Republic. Like, I'm pretty sure I went through all of them. Just that time period in the Star Wars universe, I just love it, man. I mm-hmm. love like the 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 unique like little tech things that they have then, and and just just the way that 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 the Jedi and the Sith were back then. Just just the whole. Thing flavor of the star wars universe then was great like mm. i think it's fantastic so seeing more content based on that uh time period i'm all for mm-hmm. man and and i do honestly i do have a hard time with like playing older games now that i'm so used to newer games <laughs> you know uh, 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 uh which a, is a uh a uh what do you call it um uh, a, what, what a do P's, you call it? a p's and a k's uh snob <laughs> if it doesn't have all the p's yeah, or k's you don't want ray tracing and i don't want it <laughs> so, <laughs> that's right so but yeah maybe maybe i'll give this a try you since should. you can just get on your phone totally should man but man i i think there's always room for more star wars stuff i i'm a fan i even liked the new star wars movie that came out 
liked it a lot. Um, I, I can see why people complained about certain stuff, but from my perspective, I was like, so what? I'm not yeah. in charge of making it. Listen, I liked it. Whatever. Yes. I don't care. <laughs> it's a great popcorn movie know. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. So let's move on, Andy. Lastly, let's talk a little bit about Ninja Theory. I'm becoming such a huge fan of these guys, man. Oh, yes. Yeah. They announced uh, a new game mm-hmm. called Project Mara. Mm-hmm. So th- this is this is pretty interesting. From Ninja okay. Theory's very own website, Manny. Today we are announcing Project Mara. Project Mara will be a real-world and grounded representation of mental terror. That sounds awful. <laughs> Based on real uh, lived experience accounts and in-depth research, our aim is to recreate the horrors of the mind as accurately and realistically as possible. Project Morrow will be on... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Project Morrow will be an, in, an experimental title and a showcase of what could become a new storytelling medium. Since joining X- Xbox Game Studios in 2018, we've been hard at work uh, on our upcoming multiplayer brawler, Bleeding Edge, our new recently announced innovative R&D project, The Inside Project, and Senua's saga, Hellblade 2. These projects will continue to drive our development goals for the next few years and will help shape Ninja Theory's vision of for our future. Um, hmm. Yeah, so there you go. Um, they well, also released a trailer with this. Um, yes, they did. It's a short one, I think. It's not even a minute long. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, dude, it looks, it sounds super interesting. Um, I think that, I, I mentioned to you, right, that uh, they're really, it feels like it. they're really doubling down on this whole, you know, because Senwa's uh, uh, game, the, the uh-huh. first one, Hellblade 1, uh, and I'm yes. sure Hellblade 2 will be the same, uh, deals with, sort of mental uh i'm sorry mental health right mental health disorders yes. and um and so uh, it seems like they're doubling down on this sort of you know psycho horror genre that they're kind of uh you know they've been they've been dealing with here lately specifically with senwa um but, yeah uh, what do you think bud I think it's really interesting, and I think they're kind of walking a, a line between uh, a, exploring a, a kind of a, a an unknown, not necessarily unknown, but this this whole portion of reality that not a lot of people know much about. So mm-hmm. there, there's a bit of a line there between doing that and then doing something that seems to be exploitive, perhaps, where you're mm-hmm. yes, you're okay. kind of taking advantage of, 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 um, of an illness or a situation that somebody could be suffering from turning it into an entertainment right. piece. So th- yeah. there is, I think at least that was my initial impression that there is a mm-hmm. line that they're mm-hmm. walking. Uh, yeah. but I trust they'll walk carefully. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's an interesting project. It really is. And if it is something that actually will help people understand just, right. just a normal gamer who's, perhaps into like a, a horror genre, you know, for instance, cause I don't think a lot of people who aren't into that are going to play it. Right. But if, if, if it kind of helps people, you know, raise awareness of certain issues and yeah. stuff or to, to kind of appreciate, um, what certain portions of humanity experience, mm-hmm. uh, on a day base, day, day by day basis, it, it it helps you to to uh, to kind of grow as as a human as as an adult as a person yeah to to look beyond what you just see to look beyond somebody's skin and somebody's you know attitude or whatever you see whatever they are projecting and to understand that there that for some people reality goes much deeper and there's there's far greater difficulties and struggles behind the eyes that you're looking into mm-hmm. so I think they have an, an interesting perspective on this, especially looking at a Hellblade. I never played it. And I don't think that's a game I will play, but I know a lot of people really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that they have some an, an interesting opportunity to continue down this particular genre, this particular path. 
Um, and they're, I think they may even have a unique opportunity more so than other studios would have. Right. Right. Um, you know, and it's, it's, uh, funny because the language that they're using in describing, uh, this game mm-hmm. makes me yeah. think of, of, you know, cause you're trying to think like, what is mental, uh, what were the words that they used? Uh, mental terror, mental terror. What is that? And the yeah. closest thing that I that comes to mind for me would be, you know, because it's, you know, what's the difference between between that and like something like Resident Evil, right? Which is just pure yeah. sort of horror and jump scares. Um, mm-hmm. For me, something like a Jacob's Ladder, right? If you've ever seen that movie, I feel like that's probably what they're talking about. You know, something like that. Um, yeah. So who knows, man? It, it could be. Uh, super interesting. You're right. There is a sort of a fine line to walk there, but I feel like they've done a good job with, uh, you know, mm-hmm. with how they've handled Senwa's and how that, you know, they put in the very beginning, right. That there's a warning in there that it deals with this issue. Uh, and you know, if you're sensitive to those issues, maybe not a game that you should be playing, but it did, it did shed light on that. Right. It made us more sort of yeah. aware of how things used to be right. And how we used to, th- you know, I've always made the, the not, it's not a joke. I shouldn't say that. I've always made the statement, right? How, um, you know, today we, we think of sort of schizophrenia and all these, uh, really debilitating, uh, mental, uh, health disorders, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. As, you know, uh, illnesses, right? And we treat them, right? And we, and we try to get them care so that they, that they can have a, a, a better quality of life, you know? Um, yeah, but then there was a time in our in our past, right, where we talked about you know we considered folks like that as you know being possessed or seeing demons or you know having some sort of you know what I mean mm-hmm. <laughs> a- affliction, uh, yeah that that isn't related to some sort of health issue, right? It's more of like a spiritual issue, right? And so yeah, um, yeah, you know it's uh it it's always I think. Uh, eye-opening to experience that uh, as close to the real thing as possible yeah. and maybe have a better understanding of like, oh, you know, like, the you know, these people aren't crazy, right? Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, like sort of a clear thinking mind. Yeah, it doesn't make sense what they're saying, but if you really take the time and just sort of listen to what they're trying to communicate you'll see that like oh okay i see how you're i see how you're making those connections and now i understand what you're trying to get from me and i can you know it it makes those sort of human interactions a little bit easier we're getting really deep right now manny (laughs) (laughs) we are but i i do appreciate how they're they're kind of i guess pitching this idea Mm -hmm. that this is all based on in-depth research that it's going to be a grounded representation yes of something that is that is a a very dark very cruel but very real right m- you know mental terror is what what they say right yeah. so they're going for accuracy something that's realistic but it's a video game so you're going to be able to experience it and understand it in a way that is very real for people but uh playing it like as a player as somebody that's going to buy this game and playing it You'll see and experience things and, you know, and it could be pretty mind blowing and eye opening for people. Mm -hmm. But this whole project, they're saying this is this is an experimental title and it's kind of a a new medium, a new way to tell stories. Yeah, that's the other phrase that they use that seems really interesting. I can't wait to see what what exactly that is. Right. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be interesting, and I think they're a talented enough studio to to kind of uh, to put put this together in mm. a way that's successful and 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 maybe even helpful. There but, you go. But we'll see, man. But uh, the, the the next thing here is is Bleeding Edge, dude. Bleeding mm-hmm. Edge is coming out. Yes, really soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I commented on it a while back. I did have a chance to play it. I wasn't a huge fan. Mm-hmm. But um, if people are playing it, I, I'd give it a shot. I'd, I'd jump in and play play around, perhaps, because mm-hmm. it's it's coming to Game Pass, right? Yes, that's true. Yeah, you're, ab- so- you're absolutely right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. 
So, so why not? I'm not too sure. Is the release date in March? Perhaps I'm not sure. I know the, let's see, the closed beta is in February and in the beginning of March. I think it's the end of March, somewhere around there. Yeah, I'm uh, end of March. The game's coming out. Yeah, you have to play. Uh, they've got offers on here, and it says that yeah. uh, it gives the dates uh, March 24th and March 31st. So sounds like it is end of March. Mm-hmm. So they also released a uh, uh, the first video in a new video series that they're doing, uh, separate from the, the trailer for Project Mara. Mm-hmm. And they kind of emphasize that they have this new model for their whole development team and their whole development philosophy called Dreadnought. Mm-hmm. What it does is that they take their very, very small teams, very, very talented teams, uh, the same kind of uh, idea of like Hellblade. Hellblade came from a really, really small team. So they decided, you know what, with the kind of talent we have and the kind of uh, uh, ideas we have, we're going to break off into really small teams to develop all of our products. So that's, they're actually changing and restructuring their entire studio. There's 120 people there now. Mm-hmm. And so that is how they're going forward. And, and it's kind of a new, a new thing, which is pretty interesting because usually you're doing one big project. You want everybody to come and, and work on this project. And some studios even get the help of other studios to come help. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so this is kind of an interesting new take and, uh, it says that their philosophy is to craft life-changing art with game-changing tech, man, that makes me so happy, dude, that, uh, these, uh, this, uh, this company, this gaming developer, Mm -hmm. um, got, hooked up with Xbox and Xbox's stance at least at the beginning was hey we don't care right like we don't care yes. what you're working on we want to give you money and we want you to make those <laughs> games for us like that's it yeah they didn't put any yeah. other conditions right so it, it I guess it helps for you know uh, uh, an entity like Ninja Theory uh, to have you know, basically a dad with deep pockets, right? So that they can say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, this is what we're going to do. This is our vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's yeah. so cool that, that Microsoft is, is, uh, making that possible. Right. Uh, I really, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I love their Hellblade game. I can't wait to see all the other games that they're, that they're, um, going to put out. And, and the best part of all of that is that, uh, like you mentioned, right? They'll they'll be on Game Pass, so that's going to be awesome. Yeah, I I think this is, yeah, me too, Andy. I'm a, I'm a fan of what Ninja Theory has become. Just just their whole studio. I like the philosophy, and I like what they're talking about here. This whole project dreadnought thing. Mm-hmm. This whatever that means mm-hmm. for their studio to kind of restructure, reformat everything, and. Smaller teams delivering these these potent gaming experiences mm-hmm. through their storytelling, through their through their motion capture technology and, and everything. They're they're a, they're they're really good, man. I, I'm really excited to see what else they bring. And you know, I don't know if I'm the type of person that will play Project Mara, but I'm really interested to see what this project becomes. Well, and the nice thing is they have other stuff out there, right? Like the bleeding yes. edge stuff, um, yeah, and and whatever is further down the road, right? So hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully it does, yeah. lead to something awesome. And honestly, w- when I heard about bleeding edge, I was a little worried about it. I was mm-hmm. a little worried for Ninja's Theory as as a studio because it was it's kind of a an uh, out of left field. Um, title for mm-hmm. ninja theory mm-hmm. you know they, they do have they do have some some interesting history as far as the stuff they've worked on and i know they're qualified to make something like this but i just think like making something that is so close or or very similar maybe even the same genre as like overwatch right yeah i just kind of thought how are they going to compete with such a small team but now i see that's a part of the design they are such a small team and because of that they can do stuff like this 
And if it doesn't win over the entire world, it's not going to kill them as a studio. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing I was worried about the most was having so many eggs in this bleeding edge basket, especially looking at like a Cliffy B. What mm-hmm. happened to his studio? Oh, God, yeah. Man, that was tragic. Mm-hmm. Like the, they actually had a really good product that people really, really liked. There just weren't enough people to play it. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of like when I heard about that bleeding edge, I thought of, Cliffy B and what happened with his game. I can't even remember the name of the game. Do you yeah. remember what it was called? No, it was like uh No, it was like a Tony Hawk Battle Royale type game, right? <laughs> That's the only thing I remember. It was like yeah, kind of uh Hollywood uh, irreverent or uh Overwatch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't I don't remember what it's called, but but I mean maybe that was the problem. But yeah, I, I think they're in, in a much safer place, especially now that they have uh you know, the, the full might and power of Microsoft behind them. So radical heights, Manny. Yes, that's right. There you go. <laughs> Never played it. Mm-hmm. Can't play it. That's right. So, well, Andy, I think that's a show, buddy. Are you serious? Yeah, that's that's all we can find for the week. There's a bunch of other stories, but they all seem kind of boring. Yeah, that's Sorry. slower. Sort of, it's the beginning <laughs> of the year, right? It's a little bit slower, but yeah. it'll, it'll ramp up. Hey, and we're still making hour-long, almost hour-long shows. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's that's true. But yeah, real soon, man. I mean, January is almost over. The year is rapidly wrapping up. up. Steam. So yeah, pretty soon the gaming industry will be fire once again. I'm excited, man. There you go. So thank you, everyone who is supporting us on Patreon.com. We really appreciate that, and um. Yeah, thank you so much. That's fantastic. Thanks to everybody who has left us reviews on iTunes. We really appreciate it. And if you have any feedback for us, anything at all, just go to GamingAdventureClub.com and there is a little feedback section right there. You can just type right in the website. You don't even have to bring up your email client if you don't want to. And lastly, if you'd like to become a part of the club, just go to GamingAdventureClub.com slash Discord. Jump right in. There you go. So until next time, my friends, have an adventurous week and take care of each other. Bye.